0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Good morning, everybody. So today uh, is really a, a history-shifting day for the Los Angeles Lakers. Hey, look at us. James if you're telling me that LeBron James has Anthony Davis available to him, excuse me, I'm rolling with the Lakers to win the title. Look at us. huh? Who would have thought? Not me. Alright, around. First of many, baby.
0: Indeed, um, what was he doing up first? <laughs> coffee with Magic Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: Hey, guys. Welcome to the Late Night Lake Show podcast. It is your hosts, Ricky and Danny. Hey, there we go. What's happening, Danny? How you feeling? What's buddy? going on, brother? Another day as a champ feels good. another day as a champion uh, guess who is probably feeling better than anybody else on the planet right now uh, waking up as a champion It's uh it's, it's probably Anthony Davis, right <laughs> He is a uh, he's a man that went from the gutter of uh, New Orleans all the way to NBA champ all in one calendar plus year uh, still all the same season uh, we're going to dedicate this episode as our anthony davis appreciation episode uh, we're going to talk about his trade to the lakers his regular season his playoff performance and then the news about his uh future in los angeles because we all know he is uh going to be a free agent potentially so got some breaking news on that from sham so we're gonna get into everything anthony davis we'll do some player appreciations throughout the first couple of weeks of the off season before you know the hot stove start uh cooking up and we'll be uh obviously diving into the latest and breaking news along the way but um as always guys make sure you're following the podcast wherever you get your podcast um we got a pretty good one that you can check out. It's a stitcher, uh, go to stitcher.com slash premium, type in the code crossover and you get your first month of stitcher premium. both free. You know, this is that free 99. We want to make sure you guys are listening to all the celebration Lakers podcast episodes, appreciations episodes, uh, in that premium HD content. So make sure you go to stitcher.com slash premium. Type in Crossover, get your first month free. And, of course, we're always uh, powered by Crossover Media. Danny, you you ready to get into it, man? Are you ready to get into the best trade of our Laker lifetime?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. I would say that's the best trade. Um, Isn't it? I mean, I I think, yeah. I mean, of course, you get a ring. You get the top uh, top three uh, best player in the world on your team along with the best player in the world. I mean, it makes sense. I love the Gasol trade because what we gave up for the Gasol trade. Yes. That you know, was a steal. Uh, and the best soundbite besides obviously the Stephen A. Smith one was, I just remember this Phil Jackson on PTI. And they said, if I, and Tony Kornheiser said, if I'm Mitch Kupchak and I came up to you and I said, I can get you Pau Gasol for Kwame Brown. What would you say? And Phil Jackson says, no, you can't. And <laughs> his yeah. laugh I mean, those two trades were probably the best, but I'll get Andy Davis. I'll, I'll give the step up to eighty because we got him, and he's a top three player in the world. I mean, like, and he's going to be a Laker for life. Uh, n- if- no disrespect to Gasol. I love
1: Pau Gasol. Love him to death. Hopefully we see his jersey. Uh, of course. Hanging in Staples I need, to see, to, I need to see that 16. I need to see that 16, yeah. Need to see that 16. So, Anthony Davis did bring championship number 17 to the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, it If you want to rewind the clocks back to June of 2019 uh that's when the news broke that shams and Woj reported that the pelicans have agreed to deal uh, anthony davis to the lakers for lonzo ball brandon ingram josh hart and three first round picks including at the time the number four overall pick There was a lot of talk, a lot of murmuring, a lot of shouting and screaming from the talking heads and a few Lakers fans, a lot of Lakers fans. Right. At the time, that said the Lakers gave up and specifically Rob Palinka got fleeced in that trade with the Pelicans and, you know, we're not here to say we told you so or do some revisionist history. I listened back to the tapes and how we sounded about the AD uh, trade at the time. We were hyped. We didn't care what the the cost was. As long as it didn't cost LeBron James and Genie Bus. we we were all Gucci with it. Right. There were. A section of our fan base that really wanted to hold on to Bi and Lonzo. Um, not as much Josh Hart. He was more of a roller role player. Um, but w- let's take a look to see how it all uh, it all shook out. Anthony Davis became an NBA champion in his first year, leading the Lakers. Will coincide LeBron James. The New Orleans Pelicans made it to the bubble. Did not make the okay. playoffs. That's all right. Hey, okay. Going okay. up a coming team. Brandon Ingram, one most improved player. We are here for that. We were all excited about that in Laker Nation. We knew B.I. had the potential to step up and become an all-star. And he did. It was all love. He averaged 24-4-6, and you know, leading the Pelicans team. And like I said, getting his first all-star appearance and getting his most improved player award. Lonzo Ball had definitely an up and down season trying to regain his confidence once again in his shot and just around being around the rim there was a point in time where lonzo would not drive to the hoop whatsoever last year he finished the year 12 7 and 6 on 40% shooting uh, but 38% from three point range there's talks in new orleans on if they're going to Extend Lonzo is somebody going to uh, offer him a larger bag than the Pelicans are willing to match? You know, uh, to be determined. We know that Lonzo is now officially clutch certified, so we know he is in good hands over there. I, you know, Danny, real quick on Lonzo, what is the what's what's your inklings? What's your crystal ball telling you? Is he going to be a Pelican next year? Is he going to be somewhere else? You know what I mean.
2: Everyone's gonna say, yeah, of course. You're gonna keep a 22 year old potential, you know, all star point guard and Alonzo Ball. Alonzo Ball's a good player. I like him a lot. I was a huge fan of him. Um, pair him up with Zion and Brandon Ingram and all this. But once you get in the 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 reach of Rich Paul, he is now yours. Okay, so I would assume this is my crystal ball. Either midway through the season, he gets traded back to Los Angeles as a bold take. If pending, if we don't bring back Rondo. So if we don't bring back Rondo, I say we make a move for Lonzo Ball. You think the Pelicans redeal with
1: us? I mean, there's no love, there's no, there's no you know hard feelings between Demps, the two. The Dell Demps
2: thing really kind of it did not yeah, burn a bridge, but he said on the phone, "Hey, fuck you, bye. I'm gonna hang up." Hey, I Del Demps is on a coaching staff that, now, he's right? Not on the staff, he's not on the he's, he's on, on a co- staff. Co- he's on a co- he
1: switched up occupations in the NBA he yeah, He's trying yeah, to yeah, be a coach again,
2: <laughs> so. With that being said, I say my crystal ball with when I said I'm telling this when you're when Rich Paul gets a hold of you, he is now he you're now his it's going to he's coming to I I have a feeling he's coming back to the purple and gold for some odd reason. I don't know what it is with New Orleans, how they're going to kind of acclimate to the the Zion and Ingram pairing and who's going to be that third piece. Maybe they go big with Jackson Hayes and focus more on him, or maybe they bring more uh, Neil Keel, Alexander, whatever, at Walker. But here's the thing. I think Lonzo Ball comes back to Los Angeles midway through the season, pending if we don't
1: get Rondo back this offseason. Okay. Well, I'm sure a lot of Laker fans would love to have the uh, UCLA Chino Hills homegrown kid back in the purple and gold. You can Don't throw out your jerseys if you haven't already, folks. There might be a reunion on the horizon and then of course we got esports aficionado esports hall of famer personality josh hart who averaged 10 and 7 and had a, a injury plagued up and down a year with the pelicans you know i i think everyone is well aware of my thoughts on josh hart i was not too upset to see him go i think he is a cool guy who's you can have conversations and play video games with and Play defense, but I think Josh's heart biggest highlight this year was getting teabagged by LeBron. So, you know, and then let's take a look at the picks. The number four overall pick was obviously uh, shipped Out by the Pelicans, Uh, David Griffin and company did a good job uh, maneuvering and ending up with like some ungodly amount of picks between this year and next year between the wheeling and dealing that they did. The pick swaps, the Lakers own their pick going into this upcoming draft, but after that, it looks like we'll be giving up our 2023, 2024, and a deferment, which could potentially end up in 2025 to the Pelicans. I think at the end of the day, Danny... First year, one championship. We're gonna go ahead and say that the Anthony Davis trade is a hundred percent success rate. Am I right? Uh yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about that. As
2: long as you, at the end of the year, when you're hoisting up a trophy, you won. Like that like it doesn't matter if you traded for the future, quote unquote. You won a championship. That's the ultimate goal for every single franchise in the NBA.
1: And the Lakers did that. Perfect. I think it's funny when you look back at some of the other small storylines around that trade. First off, it was um, Rob Palinka didn't know what time to execute the trade so the Lakers had to end up finding a third team and again all confounded and all fumbled up which ended up not being true whatsoever um that was a nice little smear campaign by the mainstream sports media uh what else are they talking about besides the Lakers gave up too much they didn't know this oh this was all before the Kawhi yeah, decision too exactly Lakers you know us Lakers fans, we were starting to get real greedy at that point because they looked at the books and what it was—Kentavious um Caldwell-Pope and LeBron James uh, and Kyle Kuzma—is the only three players on the books, right? That Laker Nation was going to be gluttonous about the Kawhi thing if he uh, ended up coming to the Lake Show. He didn't. It's all good, man. He chose to hang out with the losers, and now he's sitting at the loser table while we're riding in Maseratis. They took down. His uh sign uh, that's uh, on the way to Staples Center, and they put it, uh, I think it's like a, a register to vote sign now. It's fitting. It's fitting how that happens. <laughs> L.A. their way, though. It's L.A. their way. Their way. I don't know their if way, that's man. like under the highway, highway or what, but. L.A. their it. way, bro.
2: That's what they want. Not a not spotlights, streetlights. Remember.
1: Sure. And they had to go inside before the street lights turned on. When the big boys needed to play in the Western Conference Finals, they were Noah star. Anyways, let's move on to the regular season, shall we? Anthony Davis, um, since his first day with the Los Angeles Lakers in his introductory press conference, he preached one thing and one thing only. That was championship. He wanted to be in Los Angeles. That was his preferred destination. He wanted to be the defensive anchor of the franchise, which, you know, was music to my ears. He did not disappoint whatsoever. He delivered on the goal of a championship, and he did not end up getting defensive player of the year. But damn it, we all know who the best defender was in the league this year, and that was A.D. The the man on the season averaged 26-9-3. and three couple of blocks on 50% shooting and 33% shooting on threes. He was an 84% free throw shooter. And he was fourth in the NBA in wind share with 11.1. If you're into that, you know, freaky type of stuff, 80 had 16 games with 30 or more points, four games with 40 or more points and one game against Minnesota when he dropped that 50 piece, going 20 or 29 from the field. Um, it was perfect 10 for 10 from the free throw line then. Um, Danny, my my most favorite stat from Anthony Davis from the regular season, bro. He had seven games with five or more blocks, led by an eight-block performance he had against Detroit in January. I, that uh. Ugh, just the heebie-jeebies about just how dominant my boy was on the defensive end all year. Danny, talk to me just about some of the the, the the things that you saw from AD that you didn't necessarily know that he had it in him from his leadership on the defensive end, from being able to uh, call out LeBron from day one and instill himself in that chemistry as one of the leaders and holding everybody else accountable, uh, all the way to just you know being just the the nasty nasty best big man in the league during the year i just think like if you
2: look at his stat lines like throughout the years you would like the most mind blowing thing to me is like i always knew anthony davis was a great shot blocker he's averaged two or more blocks a game close to three blocks a game in a couple seasons um at, obviously his rookie year only averaged 1.8 which 1.8 is still a very good block per game number He's always averaged close to two steals a game. AD is not only pinning your pinning the ball off the glass, but he's taking your cookies too and ripping your heart away. This guy has the most active hands for a big man I've seen in a while. Kevin Garnett esque. Um, he is just he is a coach's dream, and that's what is like the the coolest thing I know. I know like the the best thing I ever watched. At AD, and I've always said this. He's so dangerous throughout the season, not only on the offensive side when he can catch it mid-range from the three inside post, play bully ball, but the most lethal weapon of AD is that transition speed and game. When he can go from free throw line to free throw line in a blink of an eye when they're running that fast break and you can just find him you know, in that catch radius when you throw up the oop or whatever it is, you see how dominant he is even in the transition game. He is the best. I honestly think he is... If it's not for Giannis, he is the best transition big man going from free throw line to free throw line, running the floor. And just his defensive presence, altering shots. This dude will sk- – like I you really saw it in the finals too. And this I'm talking about – I know in the regular season, you really saw in the finals the whole – you know the national stage was his. When Tyler Harrell tried doing a, a side scoop layup and he got scared because he felt AD's footsteps in the back of him, you know he is just a threat. That is – I mean, he's he's a coach's dream, honestly, this whole season. On the defensive side, offensive side, the steals, active hands, he's – it's amazing.
1: Jared Dudley told a story on the Bill Simmons podcast that he knew the team was all on the same page early in the season when he saw LeBron call uh, – AD call LeBron out in practice. There was missed assignments on the defensive end. AD told LeBron James that he wants him to be first-team all-defense LeBron James ends up, I believe, sixth in defensive win shares. Funny enough, AD is not top ten in defensive win shares last year. Weird. Well, he was on he was on the floor with some lineups that was not oh. too sexy on defense. Yeah. Really. But <laughs> um, you know, he challenged LeBron from day one, and I think the rest of the team saw that the um, the leadership structure was going to be flat. Yeah, it will be two people at the top. But also holding each other accountable. So how can anybody else fall off? And Frank Vogel when he was having uh, his making his interview rounds which he was just so enamored by how Anthony Davis was versatile, like how he would switch. Onto, you know, like you said, the Tyler Heroes. But at the same time, when he's bodying up like a Nikola Jokic or Hassan Whiteside, like this, the the barbecue chicken alerts are no stop because the man is locked down on both ends. It's crazy to see how quickly a team can flip the switch on the defensive end, like the Lakers did this year. We were. So beaten down by bad Laker defensive basketball. And well, that's all all our previous coaches talked about. We could play, we could be good on defense, offense will figure itself out. This was the epitome of we're going to focus on defense and the offense figures itself out. The Lakers were a developing, you know, story throughout the year on offense, trying to figure out who, what's the right combination, who's starting, who should get minutes, who needs to not play whatsoever. And it was a struggle for a little while, all while the Lakers were winning, albeit, but from day one, that team clicked on the defensive end. And I think it's really a testament to AD's mindset and his aggression on that end of the court. Oh, most definitely.
2: I think even that with AD being the defensive anchor and defensive captain on the court at all times, the Lakers were going to be a good defensive team for other, uh, other reasons too, besides picking up Avery Bradley. But if you look at our coaching staff, Frank Vogel and Jason Kidd, two guys who preach defense. Jason Kidd, an all-world defender when he played and through his coaching, uh, he always preached defense. And then Frank Vogel taking those Indiana teams due to defense. So those defensive-minded style coaches were also a key to help uh, not only Anthony Davis becoming a great defender to an elite all-world defender. He was already that, and he took it to the next level because of the coaching schemes and what they had. Our wings did a good job, and, and when you have a good defender, it's contagious. Everybody wants to play defense when you have a good, def- a great defender like Anthony Davis on the floor. You don't want to let that guy down. When you got guys like KCP on the floor, Rondo, A.V. Bradley, Bradley, they lock down, and, and Alex Caruso, they lock down. Danny Green he walks down you know what I mean like that, and that's that's the presence and the contagious effect the snowball effect of defense with Anthony Davis on the floor so a combination of that and the coaching
1: it was e-th- with it and yeah just to you know put a bow before we go to break on AD's uh just domination um during the regular season I mean obviously made you know all-star appearance um number five of his, his career state. I think six. It was,
2: I think six. If I'm not too yep. sure, like two, wait,
1: two, four, six, seven, seven, seven awesome. All-Star appearance. And
2: out of eight. Probably seasons. a
1: couple was due to injuries too, why he wasn't um yeah um present for it. But Andy Davis All NBA first team, All Defensive Team. First team, right? The only piece of hardware that was missing during the regular season was that uh, defensive player of the year. Um, And funny enough, the defensive player of the year uh, did not make it out of the second round of the playoffs, nor did the MVP, um, nor did um, the coach of the year, nor did the executive of the year. Hmm. It's funny how all that shook out at the tail end that regular season accomplishments didn't necessarily translate to postseason success. All good. AD's uh, accomplishments sure sure as hell did. So um, when we come back, we're going to hop over into the other part of AD's regular season main storyline, some of the trending topics about them. And uh, this next one, get ready. You know, we got to bring it up. And thank God that it wasn't worse than it was. Late Night Lake Show. We'll be right back. You see uh, Ty Lu. Yeah. Uh, took the Clippers job and Chauncey Billups is his uh, lead assistant. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, Chauncey Billups is sick. I would want
2: him on any kind of NBA roster. He's a great basketball mind. I think, sure. he, you know, I mean, he's a veteran. He knows how to coach. Like he can take a young point guard to make him great. But, I mean, Ty Lue, let's
1: see what he does. Let's see what he does. I'm with it. I like Ty Lu because he's – um. He's a players guy. He's a players guy, but he's he also isn't afraid to call out. Oh players. yeah,
2: oh yeah. When he told like, uh,
1: when we, the Lebron, yeah. shut the fuck up. That's I got a- this. <laughs> like that's a Hall of Fame quote right there. And that was on the way to a championship as well. And
2: he took um, yeah. and then he told Kyrie Irving, if you really want to be cool, you better shoot that motherfucker.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. See? Um, it, uh, uh, it sounds like he's got all of his health in order, which is great. So um congratulations to Ty Lue for getting his uh, second head coaching job. I'm not even mad that it's the Clippers. Like, I, I'm a big Ty Lue fan. Um He's a great guy, former Laker, of course. I, I'm a Chauncey Billis fan as well. Um, not going to change the outcome of what's about to happen when they link up, when the chips are on the table. I'm just, you know, maybe... Yeah. Maybe Tai Lu can get them to the dance instead of their car breaking down before they left the house. So <laughs> let's get to the party before you know, I mean, let's see if you get stuck at the pregame again. Just all I gotta say. Late Night lake show, we're back. All right, Danny, time to uh time to dive into the uh the scary part of the waters, but it wasn't as bad, you know, looking back at it. We got there. you know, we got there. By getting the championship, but it was not a smooth ride along the way. Uh, We're talking about Anthony Davis's um, injury concerns for Lakers fans throughout the year. Health and wealth was the name of the game for uh, Anthony uh, Marshawn Davis Jr. Lakers fans knew, the NBA world knew, that Anthony Davis is one of the most dominant players in the league. But he also had a couple of other names attached to them. Injury prone and fragile. We saw plenty of injuries, whether it's sports center highlights, you know, you watch a Pelicans game or what have you. AD goes down, something's hurting. He's missing multiple games for the Pelicans at a time. Wasn't necessarily the case this year with the Lakers as far as missed games for AD. He, out of the 72 regular season games, Anthony Davis played in 62 um he definitely battled through a slew of nicks and bruises and i think the two people that should get the biggest stars are lebron james for pushing ad throughout the year to play through some of these injuries uh bruises Um, just so he could, you know, grow that layer of tougher skin so he knows what his body can actually do when you extend it uh, past the point of comfort. The other one is the Lakers training staff. Thank the Lord above for y'all. I don't know if y'all remember our training staff last year uh, I forget what dude's name is, but it was the tall guy that always was squinting and looked like he wasn't supposed to be there. He was absolutely awful. And uh, shout out to Rajon Rondo for shouting out um the Lakers uh, training staff this year. And they're saying they're the goats and they should deserve all the credit. They deserve a lot of the credit for keeping Anthony Davis afloat um throughout the year. Danny, I got a stat for you real quick. And Shoot. it's going to be a little wild. Shoot. Anthony Davis ended up on the injury report a lot last year. Did you know there were 30 unique injuries that the Lakers training staff had reported? And what was wrong with him? 30. 30. 30. If I may, it went all the way from, well, you know what? Let's just, we'll just start from the beginning. Ankle, left index finger, back spasms right shoulder sore right shoulder uh knee injury glutamus maximus blutamus maximus danny i didn't even know that there was a difference between <laughs> a your glutamus maximus and your glutamus maximus but he hurt his glutamus maximus after his glutamus <laughs> maximus right he had a finger injury he had a calf injury he had an elbow injury he had a knee injury he had an eye injury where he had to wear uh 80 goggles for uh, a couple of games he Curry. had a right ankle injury he came back had a finger injury then he had a rib injury then he finished it off by playing in the nba finals with a Yale injury Danny I counted about 30 unique injuries that AD uh, was listed on the injury report this season and for him to only miss 10 regular season games is a testament to the Lakers training staff and also a testament to LeBron James pushing this man past his point of comfort AD was kind of known to set out a few games in New Orleans when he would go down with, Oh, let's just pick one of these. a blew Maximus injury. Right. I'm look What a bootam Maximus is. Yeah. Real easy well, dog. If Make sure anyone, you got your private browser. I know on.
2: this just sounds too intense. A bootam is max. It, how do you spell that? Can you, can you give me a spelling real quick, Ricky?
1: Blue B L U T E U S. Blue Maximus. He, um, But LeBron pushed him, right? He challenged him just as AD challenged LeBron to become a uh, better defensive player. LeBron challenged AD to weather the storm of some of these smaller injuries and get better. Uh, Danny, I think all of Laker Nation felt the same way watching our guy anytime he fell to the floor it was kind of a clutching pearls moment and we had a lot of those throughout the year just talk to me a little bit kind of the emotional roller coaster of the superstar but fine China that is Anthony Davis I, man I the dude it,
2: he's a big boy man he's like near seven foot weighs like 260 so every time he falls to the ground it's a thump that hits that hardwood. Uh, the poor guy, you know, I, every time I see him clutching something, I would clutch. My heart would stop for a second, you know, grabbing the knee, grabbing the rib, you know, his back, you know, doing doing everything like those kind of um, the kind of the kind of actions he would he'd be doing when something would happen. That's what scared me. It's almost like, you know, if you watch Chicago Bulls basketball back in the day, like when Derrick Rose used to go down, even pre-injury, when he when he went the first knee, when he would go down because he's so explosive in that air and he's small. So when he landed, it was like, boom. But when AD went down at every time, he would get back up. I mean, he would sit out maybe a play or two, come back in, but it really showed some toughness. It showed some grit. And he wasn't playing anymore. He knows when you're when you're when you're on a mission to win a title, it's a completely different mindset. In New Orleans, it was just like, let's get to the playoffs, see what happens. When you're in the purple and goal, it's we're getting to the playoffs so we can win a championship. We need you. We need you for every single game, every single minute, every single moment. And LeBron James really was an, was really an anchor to push him through. Um, you know, the team just had a toughness and a grit about him uh, that really, really helped. Anthony Davis, every time he went down, came back up and and played well. The heel injury in the finals, still played the next game. He wasn't going to miss that. Um, throughout the season, even he wore the goggles, the Kareem goggles. He wasn't going to miss that. Um, and actually, it was a pretty cool look on him uh, wear the goggles uh, when he had that. So uh, shout out to AD, man, for toughening this whole season out. He only missed 10 games. Now, going into the next season, if it is happens to be a shortened season or a full 82 game, whatever it is, I want to see AD miss less than five games. I think his best season is he played 75 out of 82. Uh, I want to see him miss less than five. If he... If he if he does that, then, he, you know, he's taking care of his body, getting everything right. I want to see AD play anywhere from 77 to the full 82. Um, or if, if it's a shortened season, whatever the the game amount is, minus five. Those are my goals for Anthony Davis. But, yeah, every time he did fall down, I was I was grabbing, you know, grabbing a blank and getting kind of, you know, scared. But
1: <laughs> he came back It was back a fine. little concerning. It was. It, it was, was a little concerning. I You know, we don't have to get too far into the weeds of – how his injuries mess with my mental state. But, like, I just <laughs> – that would have changed everything, man. Like, an yeah. 80, like, two- or three-week injury. Imagine if he had that groin pull that LeBron, LeBron had. had. Oh, would have been devastated.
2: Or, like, how – you know how, like, Russell Westbrook tore his quad or whatever it was? Like, imagine a quad. Oh, and he's, like, so big, man. Like, it's just, like, it's scary to see the big man get hurt. Like, shout-out to Marcus Cousins, man. He's been a trooper throughout all his injuries. Um, You know, hopefully – maybe potentially bring him back. Or if he does get signed to a team, you know, good for him. Um, but when you see a big man go down like that, it's just, it's very scary. He's not 180 pounds. He's like 260, 270 or whatever he weighs, but damn.
1: Well, thank God we didn't have to incur any of those, any of those serious injuries, especially as we went to the playoffs. I think the layoff, right, that break did AD's body wonders did just lebron james's body wonders the lakers had you know not the youngest of teams right relied on um two guys that needed their r&r and that definitely showed us a a different anthony davis like you looked at him in the playoffs and we go i don't know what the hell <laughs> has gotten into you this man danny what you call him What's what's AD stand for? Absolutely dominant. Absolutely
2: dominant. AD always is going to stand for absolutely dominant. And that's what he was.
1: And that's exactly what he was in the playoffs. This man raised his game all across the board, uh, going uh, and averaging 28 points, nine rebounds, three assists on 57 percent shooting and 40 percent shooting from three. Fifty seven percent from the field. And 40% from three. Was he 50-40-90 club? Did he hit like... He had to be. Please hold. Please hold. I need to know this. Was 80 in the 50-40-90 club for the playoffs? Please hold. 90% 90 of the... 90% of the... Anthony Davis playoff stats. Nope. He was 83%. That's still not, not bad. That's amazing. Hey, 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 we Lakers fans, man. We're going if we have a big man, we have anybody that's 80% an 80%, 80% free throw shooter, we're going to kiss the ground on, you know, that they walk on. But he was the best free throw shooter on our team. Right. See, that just goes to show you. And not only was AD shooting uh, the best efficiency from the, the floor, he shot the best three-point percentage, and he also was the best free throw shooter for the Lakers in the playoffs. His run is going to go up in, you know, Lakers history. NBA history is one of the all-time best individual offensive um playoff uh, runs capped off by his game winner in game two against the Denver Nuggets in the Mamba jerseys, no less. I mean... There's so many directions that we could go from him taking on, uh, the challenge of dominating two defensive big men in, or excuse me, two big men in Nurkic in Hassan Whiteside in the first round and helping trap and cover up on, uh, the streaky guards of Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum to then turning around and putting James Harden, um, under the rim multiple times and swallowing him up on the defensive end against the Rockets and just dominating and ripping them apart offensively. Remember PJ Tucker, the AD stopper. <laughs> it's not
2: like fault. PJ Tucker stronger than Anthony Davis. Hey, remember oh,
1: that's stupid. Hey. Remember, Daniel House was going to change that whole series. All I know is AD got in all them boys' booty holes the entire series. Pause. There, there, so many spots, man. And then, like I said, that game winner against Denver and taking on the second-best big man in the NBA and Nikola Jokic. It was a pleasure to see Anthony Davis just prove out Sands dominating Giannis that – no matter what good big you have in front of me, you're going to see that it's me greater than sign whoever.
2: Yeah. I think, um, I don't know, obviously we're Lakers or uh, we're, we're Lakers world, but if you ever see, because I live in the Northern California region, you see a lot of people wear a shirt that says hashtag Steph better. That's like the Warriors like term for any guard you have hashtag Steph better, right? Okay. Respectfully so, but for any big man you have hashtag AD better. There's no doubt about it. AD's just he and I and I love when he took the challenge against Jokic. And I love the way they battle too. Cause that's gonna be a, a good battle no matter when they play. AD obviously will get the best of him because of that defensive effort and that defensive motor. Um but any big man you threw at him, hashtag AD better. Shout out to Warriors Rule for that hashtag Steph better thing, but hashtag AD better, no matter who you
1: throw, AD better. No question about it. It was fun to watch the new storylines and the the different ways that other teams were going to um, slow down Anthony Davis. Right. And then you get to the finals and they technically had a big man that was in the same elk of 80 esque as far as being versatile on the defensive end between guarding bigs and smaller players and bam um, it just became critically obvious that they were not any type of you know rivalry matchup against each other that ad was going to also dominate bam like he did everybody else and you know it's fun to see sometimes when goliath you know, gets to show his teeth and show what he can do. And there's really not much that could stop him. Danny, what's the craziest, What what is the biggest thing that sticks out to you from AD's playoff run?
2: The fact that wherever AD had the ball, he could put it in the bucket. And the fact that wherever exactly. you are about to put the ball in the bucket, he's going to swat it. Anthony Davis was just unreal during these playoffs. And, I, and it reminded me of, offensively reminded me of 2011 Dirk in a way. And defensively, it did remind me a lot of KG. And it was just, it was a beauty to watch, man. It was a beauty to see this guy just finally break out of the shell of, you know, second round defeat, second round defeat, all this. And he really, like, AD deserves all the flowers in the world, man. Like, the one thing that I, that that one stat, though, was he was the best overall mid-range shooter in the entire playoffs, including the finals. He had the most automatic 16 to 18 foot game as a near seven footer. Now we have a lot of great guards in this league. A lot of great shooting guards, you know, guys like, well, Harden doesn't take any mid range shots, but guys like, you know, Jamal Murray, good mid range shooter, Damian Lillard, he could pull up from mid range, not even close
1: to 80. in the mid-range. It is not just big men. 80 had one in the best, Mid range performances out of any NBA player on a playoff tier. The man shot 51% from mid range in the playoffs. You know what he shot during the regular season? 35%. 80 went from 35% in the regular season to 51% in the mid range.
2: It was, and he brought, he single handedly brought the mid range game, the art of the mid range back, I feel like. Danny, do you know what
1: 51% is? 51% (laughs) is above half. So that means if you have a coin with two sides on it, out of 100 times, 51 of those times, it's going to end up heads. That was Anthony Davis in the mid-range. That's disgusting for something that was supposedly dead. No man's land.
2: Yeah. He he single-handedly brought back the mid-range game. And credit to, you know, the guys like the GMs of the Daryl Moreys, which he was on his way. He's on his way out. Um, you know, that, Adios, tried the, yeah, that tried the whole three year layup technique. There's a there's a kind of a, I don't know if anyone knows this when you watch basketball. There's more than just a three point line and a layup in the game of basketball. And Anthony Davis just proved why how important that game is to have into your arsenal. If you're going to be a superstar in this league, there are only a certain amount of guys who hit the mid range shot that effectively. And he is one of them.
1: And to see it finally all come to that proud moment in game six where he's off to the side celebrating with LeBron as the final minutes take down. He's by himself sitting on the bench, shaking his head, looking like he's tearing up. And while it's finally settling in that he's about to be an NBA champion, I, I, I don't think it could have happened to a better dude. Like Andy oh, Davis yeah, seems right. like – the most humble guy he talked about his father and his importance and why he had to be in the bubble with their in there with him and their bond and you know the obviously the disney plus show becoming ad um helped give a little background into who he is as a man and where he came from um in chicago but it, it's to see someone's hard work finally paid off and you know say what you want about NBA legends and how you feel about a championship determining their legacy or not like AI doesn't have a ring but AI will forever be held as basketball royalty forever and always right it was the same with Charles Barkley at the same time the goal of playing in the NBA is to win a a championship. And thankfully we don't have to speak of or think of AD in that same realm. No disrespect to obviously those legends, but AD, we get to have fun conversations now about is Anthony Davis better than Kevin Garnett all time. Wow. Interesting.
2: Go look it up.
1: Go look it up. Right. Maybe we'll, we'll get into that battle uh, at another time, but you know, it it goes to say, oh, you know, now tough. we're getting close to the point of oh. how many power forwards in NBA history are better than Anthony Davis. Two,
2: I'd say. I don't know. There's, I...
1: there's a lot, man. There's but a lot. There's,
2: there's a lot of great power forwards who ever played this game, and Anthony Davis is inserting himself in that.
1: And that's the fun part about winning championships when you are one of the best players in your prime still, um, during your uh, in your era, right? Amazing. So,
2: Only twenty only 27 he's only 27 and he's only getting better shout out to drake on that
1: one they talked about uh jared dudley uh, who had again had a phenomenal interview on the bill simmons podcast we don't uh, you know endorse bill simmons but um (laughs) go check out uh, uh or go read up on jared dudley's comments on the podcast about anthony davis and the last thing that he said about Ad that sent a tingle down my spine was that Ad could get better simply by improving his three point shot. Like we said, he was a what a thirty three percent uh three point shooter during the which, regular season. Isn't bad, which isn't which because well, he's not a true three
2: point shooter. He's not like a yeah. stretch four who's pick and pop all day. You know what I mean? If you said he saw, saw me,
1: oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. We saw all the potential in the playoffs, though. If AD can settle in between a 36, 37 percent three point shooter during the regular season and continue that into the playoffs. I mean, obviously, 40 percent from him is that was that, that was on God mode. That's why we're going to talk about this playoff run for a long time to come. But if AD can raise that three point percentage from 33 to 36 Whew.
2: That's if you now we're about, talking yeah. about
1: points. That's going from 24 a game to 27 a game to 29 a game. You know what I'm saying? Like now, 80s putting up 30, not just you know 16 times during the year, but now 80s putting up 30, 30 times during the year, and that's just you know because you just gonna leave me open from three because you're too scared because I'm a yamming on your head. Bet, bet. <laughs> And if we see a game where AD hits five plus threes, which he had not this season, uh, I know the coaching staff was talking about they wanted him to shoot five threes a game. Season high was four. If AD cracks that little next level, curtains. Yeah. Curtains. Conversation is going to get real yeah, ugly.
2: I, I always said I don't ever want to see AD try to play like KD, like Kevin Durant. But if he has it in his arsenal, he's hitting those shots. More power to you, bro like if you could take your averages from 25 to 30 simply just taking two more threes a game go ahead and do so i mean hopefully the lakers are up big in those games cuz 80 is just dominating but 80, 80 just the the ceiling is you know what i mean like it's there's no cap yet there's no cap on his what he can do yet cuz he hasn't even hit 30 yet and he's still this good like and he's amazing i just want to see how his game develops um not only with consistently hitting threes but like Adding more to the post game arsenal. There's nothing wrong with that. There was nothing wrong with maybe going to see Hakeem in the off season or working with one of the greats in, in footwork in the off season because that's going to be a big improver in your game too. You know, so if, if he could just tool and, and refine those tools and get sharper and sharper and sharper, iron sh- iron sharpens iron type work. I mean, he's going to be unstoppable.
1: Him and LeBron said they already got more work to do. I assume that's on, you know, their game, their their little A and B game, Kobe Shaq game, which we didn't see a whole, whole lot of in the half court this year, but it obviously wasn't needed. The only other stat that jumped up to me is 80s playoff minutes only went up two minutes above his regular season minutes. That's amazing. We the, and same with LeBron. The Lakers did not even have to break in case of emergency play our stars 40 plus minutes jimmy butler was about to blow Ooh. a tire out there that man God. gave it his all and played every single minute and that's what they had to do and and well, shout out to
2: him man like honestly new a huge respect to jimmy butler of trying to you know take down the the goliath that is the lakers on his own i mean he gave it his all he gave some great performances too but man he really had to exhaust a ton
1: of energy you saw it in yeah. game six Shout out the Heat. Now they're talking about possibly getting Giannis, but yep, good luck there with that. There we um, go. <laughs> one more quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna dive and look towards the hills, which come with our health, and see what is on the table for Anthony Davis. We know he's got a he's got a contract extension opportunity coming up. We'll see what he does with that. Uh, we got some breaking news, of course. Late Night Lake Show. We'll be right back.
2: And we're back with the Late Night Late Show podcast. Man, all this AD talk, Ricky, man, like throughout the season, he's just putting up monstrous numbers. Now he's got this whole contract situation. But, you know, thankfully, you know, if we bring him back, you know, he's going to be continuing to put up these numbers. And he makes a great player for, you know, if you're on Thrive Fantasy. Um, Did you guys know that uh, Thrive Fantasy is a sponsor of the Late Night Lake Show? Thrive Fantasy is a daily uh, fantasy sports app for player props. They have eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask you about the top-tier athletes in respective sport, a la Anthony Davis. Uh, Thrive has awarded over $1.3 million in prizes since launching in 2018. Use promo code CROSSOVER when you sign up today and you receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 more. Download Thrive Fantasy from the App Store, Google Play Store, um, or by visiting their website at ThriveFantasy.com. Sign up and hashtag prop up today. Once again, welcome back to the Late Night Lake Show. Ricky, we're talking contracts. We're talking Anthony Davis. Of course, appreciating the big man. The 27-year-old big man now has a situation.
1: Ricky, A situation? What type yeah. of situation?
2: Well, he's got one year left on his deal, um, but Rich Paul came out and said, you know, we're opting out. But, mm. but, 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 we're planning on coming back to the purple and gold. Ricky, what did you think about the uh, opting out of the player option um, and going forward with that? Anthony Davis, big payday.
1: Yeah, and this was all fresh today with uh, Shams reporting that AD was opting out and was planning on re-signing with the Lakers. I'm not surprised whatsoever. Not at all. I think, one – I, I love how AD is, you know, following the handbook and the script that has been laid out in front of him by Rich Paul and Clutch Sports saying, you know, I'm not going to talk about free agency uh, in any capacity, even after the Lakers won the championship when Rachel Nichols was asking him and LeBron about his future. And he said, you know, I'm not focused on that right now. Obviously, that's not entirely the case. AD knew that he had some options in front of him, but I appreciate him kind of, you know, being the good soldier and not giving the media any type of indication, one way or another, what he was about to do. That said, we all figured, you know, championship or no championship, Anthony Davis was going to stay for the Lakers for a while. Now that the big dog, the leader in breaking news, Sham Sharania, uh, reported today that the Lakers are planning on resigning him. I think we should uh, first first just uh, acknowledge our friends, our local friends in Chicago. Bulls fans, d- d- did we really think that this was an option? <laughs> Were we seriously starting to daydream about Anthony Davis catching lobs from Zach Levine in the United Center? <laughs> Were we really, really, really hoping and wishing and praying that Davis's jersey will be retired in the, in the Raptors at the United Center next to Michael Jordan? Or, or were you guys just bored on Photoshop? <laughs> I I tend to believe that uh, Bulls fans are actually intelligent fans and a smart fan base. They understand uh, that the Bulls can't attract a superstar free agent if their life depended on it. Um, it, I think they understand that um, Anthony Davis wanted to go to Chicago. I also think they wanted, you know, to have some fun and what was for all intents and purposes, a pretty shitty season for them. Uh So um, Bulls fans, if this wasn't the water, Uh, cold water on the head Um, maybe when he actually signs the deal we'll finally put you guys at your misery for this topic but as far as Lakers fans and what we're focusing on right what are Anthony Davis's options he's got a few the man is opting out of this contract, uh, which would have paid him $28.7 million, uh the next season. Uh, mind you, the salary cap is being reported, uh, starting to be reported that it will be around what it, it was this previous year. I believe it was $117 million. so not, you know, horrible like it could have been from the loss of revenue this year, but just something that all free agents and upcoming free agents have to be cognizant of when picking their next um, contract and what decisions they're making for them and their family ad however ain't gotta worry about not not getting paid that ain't that ain't in uh that ain't in his uh purview he's got a uh, uh his first option that he can um he could just opt into anthony davis uh for his contract with the lakers would be a two-year deal with a player option in the second deal uh excuse me let second me do that He's got a two-year. It's a one-and-one. Sorry, one. sorry. Yep. He could sign for it's one. I got it. I got it. I got it. He could sign on with the Lakers on a two-year deal with a player option after the first year. Uh, could range all the way up to $68 million if he played both years on that contract. Again, ugh, disgusting. <laughs> $68 million for two years playing basketball at the level he does. Whew. Somebody just called me broke in this room. That's a um, lot of cash. <laughs> that's a lot of cash. But at the same time, doesn't necessarily make sense for Anthony Davis, at least in my opinion, as going into being an eight year vet in the NBA doing a two year deal right now. What Anthony Davis can do is this next option. He has a three-year, $106 million contract, which would be a two-plus-one player option in year three. The deal would bring Davis to a 10 years of NBA service time before 2022 free agency and thus making him eligible for that 35% max contract. 35% of the salary cap could just be all dedicated to Anthony Davis in 2022, which the deal could be worth. Hold on to your seats. $253 million over five years or $196 million over four years. I'm not a mathematician. I don't want to be a mathematician. I don't want to start dividing what that is per year. All I know is once we get up into the 190, 200 mil, we starting to get don't worry about nothing else until the Davis name is no longer on this planet in all eternity type of money. (laughs) It it seems like that makes the most sense for AD to get that max for these next two years, have the assurance of that third year at that ungodly amount. I think it'd be around uh, 30 something million dollars in that third year.
2: year. It's like 30 year and then that
1: third year, I think it's 38. You know, which, you know, could be an option depending on how the salary cap, if it just tanks in a couple of years due to COVID or whatever, you know, he has that assurance, at least for that three year span. There's another option where he could sign a four year deal with an option in the third. Um, But that is not that's still under that um, seven to 10 years of service service time and. Long story short, Anthony Davis is going to do that two uh, two plus one so he could get 35% of the cap in 2022. I think that's exactly what Kevin Durant did,
2: if I'm not mistaken. But wasn't there another contract option where he can do a uh, five-year, $202
1: million contract? That's the – yeah, that's the four plus one. Oh, that's
2: the four plus one. Okay.
1: Yeah, it would be for uh, five years, $205 million. But uh, yeah, the five, years, your is, and five years, $205 million, or be maxed out for two more years, uh, decline your uh, opt out of your player option in the third year, then sign on for five years, $253 million. Yeah. I yeah. mean, if, no, you're if whoever have, the have attorneys questions. are over in Clutch that are running the numbers, right? <laughs> I think this one's going to be pretty obvious when they show him AD's two options. So. Yeah, you're going to want to get that.
2: <laughs> sounds a lot better when you get incentivized
1: like that. There will be weasels out there, I'm sure, that are going to try to throw stones at, oh, if AD really wanted to be a Laker, he would have signed the, for max number of years and all this on that. Just get ready for those idiots and then repeat to them that by signing this deal, Anthony Davis will net out 50 more million dollars than he would have by just signing the max this year. God, that's so much money. That's- Fifty million dollars. You sound like Doctor Evil, bro. <laughs> I, good. That was my inspiration right there. <laughs> oh my god.
2: So that's we agree the debt. two plus
1: one is probably the route to go.
2: Yeah, I think so. Because then, because in that third year, you get to re up <laughs> and get thirty five percent more than what you were already getting. That's a lot of dough.
1: And. Once eighty does that, you know, we'll see where LeBron is in his career um, in three years from or two years from this season. Yeah. Right. We'll see what type of contracts LeBron's going to be taking. Um, I have the feeling LeBron is not going to go the route in which the negotiations went with Rob Palinka and Kobe in Kobe's twilight years. And, you know, Rob, the Lakers offered Kobe the bag bag. For those two years, fifty million dollars. And why would Kobe or Rob Palinka say no? Take it some back. Um, but at the same time, I think LeBron, the Lake, or at the same time, the Lakers were not in a competing window. They were not competing no. for a championship. Kobe went and got his little squirrel at the end. I think the Lakers will be competing for championships um, even after these next two years, and LeBron, you know, starts going into the back three back six back nine of his career um, who says LeBron doesn't lower his salary. And while AD is taking 35% of the cap and LeBron James is still directing and producing movies, that is the equivalent of a hundred percent of the cap. He's not worried about the NBA money as it's, much anymore. Now it's all about making the Lakers championship contenders year over year.
2: Exactly. And I think what the two plus one does is gives Anthony Davis some protection you never know what could happen in the future of the NBA, right? Like I'm saying like with the, with the Lakers, whatever it is, obviously we want Anthony Davis to be a Laker for life. We want him to retire in purple and gold, but if something were to go South, he has the individual protection to say, you know, after the second year, I'm out, whatever the case is, um, we don't want him to leave, but he has the protection to do so. He's protecting himself by doing that two plus one. And in a league that's a player driven league, you want to do the best overall decision for you and yourself and your family, which I totally
1: respect. Yep. Yep. Lakers got moves to make. Lakers and Clutch Mafia are the handshake emojis right now. Rob Polinka and uh Rich Paul. <laughs> Rob Polinka and Rich Paul are just shaking up, you know. I'm going to get a picture of them doing like a a jailhouse handshake or two uh, opposing gangs finally coming together oh. as one to make the ultimate duo. <laughs> duo right so you know i don't expect anthony davis to be taking any pay cuts anytime soon nor should he he is going to only only rise he's like danny said he's only getting better so that means the checks should be flowing in in which they should only in the nba do you get your flowers during the prime of your career a lot of football players they either get hosed out of their contract by the time they're up for one um And then they're all battered and bruised. And now what they see out in the market is less than Le'Veon Bell bucked that trend. And then what happened? Two years later, they said, yeah, you'll still make your money, but it's got to be with somewhere else. You look at baseball. You're under contract for six years of service time before you could get Pizzade. You look around. I'm a Cubs fan. Chris Bryant and Javier Baez, they kind of blew um, their chances of making boot coup bucks by not having stellar performances these last couple of years. Yep. NBA players, three years, four years, seven years. Those are usually the time frames in which players can get bags for different situations. And you know, This time for uh, AD's flowers, couldn't be happier that he's getting them in uh, the purple and gold, and couldn't be happier that we can cap off this appreciation episode while for Anthony Davis with a NBA title. Danny, how sweet it is to be loved by AD. Oh yeah, brother. Oh yeah, I'm 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 so ecstatic for what his future holds. How sweet it is, bro. How sweet. Only gonna get better. I guess it's only gonna get worse for the non Lakers fans because we locked and loaded with our with our goat of this era of Lakers basketball. So once again, Anthony Davis, if you ever listen to this episode, brother, we just want to say thank you. We appreciate you from two Chicago dudes to another. It, we couldn't have written this story any better than you getting a championship with Laker with the Lakers. So. We will catch you guys next week, probably for another player appreciation episode, or there might be some juicy news coming about. We'll figure it out. We got a lot of guests coming up. Danny, you want to tease any of the guests that we got coming up?
2: Uh, just say uh the next guest is a, a winner. Um in her say they're a champion? A ch- I would say a champion. I would say a two-time yeah. champion, actually. I would say uh favorite color might be gold. Uh favorite player might be the mamba. I'm just I'm just throwing some hints. So once we get that in, in, in the works
1: let's get it going. Yes sir go get go get your merch too laynight we're about to pull out some championship merch. That's how we get down as winners. so all right y'all till next time La Lake show. Peace.